Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this Friday, July 7th edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today we will be reading from the following main articles. Authorities lift Broomfield evacuation order and end road closures that were prompted by a gas leak. A clarion posts a lost and addresses their NASDAQ delisting notices. Kelly Rowski this, ro- this week writes about people and plants and lovely Lovage has loads of benefits. We'll have the Broomfield events for the week. And Carrie Pettis, the bookwoman, will review a book, What Animals Can Teach Us, by Dr. Fine. Broomfield is set for a patriotic good time at its Great American Picnic and the last chance to win a $3,000 with a donation to Broomfield Community Foundation. These and other articles. Authorities lifted a Broomfield evacuation order and ended road closures that were prompted by a gas leak. The order covered 12 as West Lake Drive was closed in both directions near King Circle. North Metro Fire Rescue on Thursday evening lifted an evacuation order covering 12 homes in Broomfield that had been in place while authorities responded to reports of a gas leak. An update from the fire department about 6.30 p.m. said that the gas leak had been located and stopped by XL Energy, which was still working on a repair of the gas line. Officials reopened roads in the neighborhood as affected residents were allowed to return. Originally, officials evacuated four homes in the area near Westlake Drive and Grove Way as a precaution but by 3.30, 12 homes in the vicinity of the leak had been evacuated, according to North Metro. Xcel Energy responded to the scene to shut down the line and investigate and do any necessary repairs. A Clarion, a Broomfield-based medical device startup, recorded a loss of $1.18 million during the first quarter compared with a loss of $773,000 during the same period a year ago. A Clarion has recorded limited sales to date with first quarter revenue of $25,000 compared to $9,000 the prior year, according to a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Clarion is a healthcare technology company that uses biomarkers and proprietary augmented intelligence algorithms to help physicians identify the location of chronic low back pain. The company, formerly known as Nosimed Inc., completed an initial public offering in April of 2022 and subsequently relocated its corporate headquarters from San Mateo, California to Broomfield. The company believes that the net proceeds from the April 2022 initial public offering and subsequent funding will be sufficient to fund operating plans into the third quarter of 2023. The company has based these estimates, however, on assumptions that may prove to be wrong and could spend available financial resources much faster than expected. The company will need to raise additional funds to continue funding the technology development. 
management plans to secure such additional funding. As a result of the company's recurring losses from operations and the need for additional financing to fund its operating capital requirements, there's uncertainty regarding the company's ability to maintain liquidity sufficient to operate its business effectively, which raises substantial doubt as to the company's ability to continue as a going concern. Since November of 2022, a clearing has received two notices of non-compliance with NASDAQ listing rules. The company failed to meet the $1 minimum bid requirement for its stock price, but informed NASDAQ on June 15th that it had regained compliance with its stock trading at a dollar or higher from June 1st through June 14th. Vail Corp. loses its condemnation case despite Vail's abusive tactics. Vail Corp. has lost in Neal County District Court in its efforts to fight the condemnation of 23.3 acres of property that it had hoped at one time received town of Vail permission to develop into workforce housing. Delays brought about by Broomfield Corporation's pandemic response, the town of Vail's arguably abusive negotiation tactics, and a change in the makeup of the town council all resulted in a change from town authorization to proceed with construction to an effort to condemn the property for use as habitat for the S2 herd of bighorn sheep, one of 86 herds in Colorado. Use of the property in East Vale has been in dispute for years. The resort company in the town had spared in court over had sparred in court over the project, which some on the town council said should not proceed because of the need for winter grazing of the sheep's herd and lambs, while the resort company supported development of workforce housing. One of the major issues affecting resorts trying to recruit workers in communities where housing costs exceed ability for workers to pay rents or mortgages. Vale Corp. is an entity registered to the Broomfield address of Vale Resorts, Inc. Vale's plan would have issued and used 5.4 acres of the property for workforce housing and dedicate the remainder for wildlife habitat. And it had agreed to restrictions on how the habitat piece could be used by future residents of the housing. The project drew objections from nearby property owners who objected to having workforce housing near their properties. This week, Kelly Rowski writes about people and plants, and Lovely Lavage has loads of benefits. I had the pleasure of being invited to tour the gardens at Bruner Farmhouse last week. I will highlight my visit in the coming weeks. They had a mighty fine specimen of lavage in their teaching garden. And once again, I had to know more. Lovage is a perennial in our growing zone. It's native to Southern Europe. Historically, it's been cultivated for both the stalks and the foliage. This plant prefers full sun, but will tolerate light shade. You'll want to plan ahead for this lovely plant. Lovage grows four to seven feet tall. You can harvest fresh lovage anytime during the growing season. It's said to resemble celery in flavor, but stronger and slightly sweeter. It's been used to flavor soup, 
salad, gravy, and more. The stems can be candied or blanched. The leaves are sometimes used in tea. The hollow stalks can also be turned into straws for sipping your favorite summer beverage. Dickinson College shares that the lovage is high in nutrients and minerals. It also contains quercetin, which can help alleviate allergy symptoms. Extracts of lovage are sometimes included in products to treat acne and dermatitis. Lovage is considered a diuretic. Dickinson College also states that lovage has antibacterial properties and can cause photosensitivity in high doses. The Medicine Garden at the University of Connecticut tells us that lovage targets the digestive, immune, respiratory, and reproductive systems. Lovage can assist with flushing toxins from the body by increasing urine excretions. It can also help treat gas and strengthen the lungs. On the University of Florida Extension website, they share that Lovage roots are in demand by drug manufacturers due to the roots' medicinal properties. The flowers can be made into an oil. All three major parts of this plant are used for food flavorings, the seeds, the leaves, and the roots. If you have dogs, cats, or horses, then lovage may not be a good plant for your garden. It's considered to be toxic to them, according to the ASPCA. Broomfield events for this week. On Monday, Arts, History, and Cultural Council meeting. They're responsible for acting as a cultural council for SCFD grant-making activities and as an advisory body for Arts and History Division programs and Art in Public Places projects. They'll meet at 6.30 p.m. on Monday at the Broomfield Library and Auditorium at 3 Community Park Road in Broomfield. Monday means business. This group meets each Monday at noon in Broomfield. Any chamber member is invited to visit the group twice at no charge this will be noon on Monday at La Distilleria Restaurant, 1100 on US 287, Suite A500 in Broomfield, and the cost is $50. On Tuesday, Broomfield's Great American Picnic and Fireworks. This was how many spent the 4th of July with friends and family at the Broomfield Neighbors at 2023 Great American Picnic and Fireworks Show. There was fun for everyone including food, inflatables, concessions, and a beer garden for those over 21. Geeks Who Drink Trivia Night will be at IHOP IPA. This is modeled after pub quizzes in Ireland and the UK. Geeks Who Drink is an authentic homegrown trivia quiz. Teams can be up to six players and winners get bar cash and other prizes depending on the venue. They'll meet at 7 p.m. Tuesday at IHOP IPA, 12920 Lowell Boulevard, Unit G in Broomfield, and this event is free. Healing Yoga, you can practice yoga and a combination of gentle poses that flow and connect to one another. This program is desi designed to help open the chakras and balance energy sources. 
They meet at 10 a.m. on Tuesday at the Healing Studio, 18 Garden Center in Broomfield. The cost is $20. On Wednesday, Broomfield Leaders. This group aims to generate business opportunities for chamber members by providing a structure where members can pass qualified sales leads in a non-competitive and mutually supportive environment and learn useful business skills for success. Anyone can visit as a guest and they'll meet at noon at Frolic Brewing Company, 12910 Zuni Street, Suite 300 in Westminster and the cost is $80. On Thursday, the Omni Unplugged Sessions, Jordan Lynn, a 23-year-old singer-songwriter with pop and R&B influences, based out of Denver, will perform at 5 p.m. Thursday at the Omni Interlochen 500 Interlochen Boulevard, and this event is free. On Friday, Alice at Wonderland, the play written by Jonathan Yukic and directed by Felicia Burdenen. The show is Pioneer Drama Services. Inc.'s 8th Annual Summer Spoof, Exploring a Timeless Classic with a Twist. This modern retelling of the classic children's story, presented by Backstory Theater and performed by actors ages 8 to 18, is laid out in traditional style, except that Alice is distinctly contemporary, complete with cell phone in hand. The show will Perform at 2.30 and 6.30 p.m. on Friday, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday at the Broomfield Auditorium, 3 Community Park Road in Broomfield. Tickets range between $2 and $7. This week, Carrie Pettis is reviewing a book entitled The Other Family Doctor by Karen Fine. As you can probably guess from the author's credentials, the other family doctor is a veterinarian. If you have pets, you totally understand that they're part of the family. Dr. Fine helps the reader see the animal world from a professional viewpoint, as well as that of a fellow animal lover. After graduation from veterinarian school, even harder to get into the medical school, Fine worked for a clinic, but eventually found her niche as a house call vet. Throughout the years, she became acquainted with acupuncture techniques and traditional Chinese medicine for animals. She now refers to herself as a holistic doctor. Fine tells many stories about her patients and their owners. She also includes loving stories about her own family pets, including their illnesses and deaths. She writes about the difficulty of pet euthanasia and how providing that service probably contributes to the fact that statistically veterinarians have a high suicide rate. She suggests writing a pet obituary to help with the healing process after the death of a pet. Dr. Fine muses on what makes a good doctor and concludes, it is one who looks at you, makes eye contact, and sees you, who listens, who knows what's important to you as an individual, who problem solves with you in partnership. Again, 
This book is The Other Family Doctor by Karen Vine. Last chance to win $3,000 with a donation to Broomfield Community Foundation. Through July 4th, the community can enter to win $3,000 from the Broomfield Community Foundation. The foundation will have a tent set up at the Great American Picnic, as they did. The hope is to connect with neighbors and increase the awareness about the work that the Broomfield Community Foundation does. It's a local philanthropy organization celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. As part of the celebration, the foundation is giving the community the opportunity to win prize money when they donate to the website. A historic landmark in Boulder, Chautauqua, celebrates a milestone 125 years in Boulder with a birthday bash. One of Boulder's most iconic institutions is celebrating a massive milestone this year. The beautiful Karara Chautauqua is turning 125 years old. Nestled at the base of the Flatirons in Boulder, the Karara Chautauqua stands as a timeless testament to education, culture, and community. In 2023, this iconic landmark celebrates its 125th anniversary marking a significant milestone in its rich history. Since its establishment in 1898, the Colorado Chautauqua has evolved into a cherished cultural institution attracting visitors from all walks of life for over a century. To mark this historic occasion, Chautauqua is hosting a giant birthday bash bringing together renowned musicians, local artisans and food truck favorites with members of the community to celebrate the landmark in style. On Saturday, members of the community are invited to partake in the free birthday festivities kicking off at 1 p.m. The park will be transformed into a mini festival of sorts with a main stage featuring musical performances from Jeff and Page, Mile High Brass Band, Chain Station, Banshee Tree, and Dead Floyd. In addition to the free music, a ticketed event will take place at 7 p.m. inside the auditorium with performances by Tex-Mex rockers Los Lobos and Los Angeles funk outfit Ozomalti. The festival will also feature provisions from food vendors Papusa Spamilia, Georgia Boys Barbecue, Susan Samosas, and Zoe Mama. Guests can quench their thirst with upslope beer and curation canned cocktails in the beer garden and frozen libations from Big Wheel Beverages. Families are also invited to attend with several vintage activities planned to keep kiddos occupied, including wooden egg races, sack races, a giant coloring book, face painting, spike ball, and more. Director of Marketing and Communications at the Colorado Chautauqua Association, Lisa Purvis, told the camera that the Colorado Chautauqua Association wanted to celebrate the fact that even after 125 years, the landmark is still being used as it was originally intended. 125 years is pretty impressive as an achievement, 
It's particularly impressive because this is one of a very few Chautauquas in the country that is still hosting events, both ticketed and community events, in its original buildings for its original purposes. People are still eating in the dining hall. People are still enjoying 60 events this year in the auditorium. So all of those things are still being used exactly as they were intended 125 years ago. The Chautauqua movement, which originated in New York in the late 19th century, aimed to provide educational and cultural enrichment for individuals in rural areas. Inspired by the movement, the Colorado Chautauqua was founded in 1898 as a summer retreat, offering lectures, performances, and recreational activities amidst the breathtaking beauty of the Rocky Mountains. The Chautauqua concept gained rapid popularity, and soon the Colorado Chautauqua became one of the most revered Chautauquas in the country. In the years since, the Colorado Chautauqua has welcomed renowned performers such as the Indigo Girls, Amos Lee, Sean Colvin, the Gypsy Kings, Rodrigo and Gabriella into its auditorium. The Chautauqua Dining Hall remains one of the most popular restaurants in Boulder, while thousands of guests are welcomed each year to stay in some of the park's cottages and houses. And thousands more utilize the 40 miles of scenic hiking trails. According to Purvis, Chautauqua is founded on the principles of lifelong learning, love of nature, voluntary simplicity, and music oration, and the arts. The values that Chautauqua was built on are still very much relevant and enduring today in everything we do, Purvis said. It's very possible to have a day here at the park where you're literally embracing all of those values. Today, the landmark continues to provide a platform for artists, scholars, and performers to inspire and enlighten audiences. It remains a cherished gathering place, welcoming visitors from around the world to experience the splendor of the Rocky Mountains and engage in intellectual and artistic pursuits. According to Purvis, the celebration is also a way for the landmark to say thank you to the community. I think every time we put something on, we try to top ourselves and be a little more ambitious in what we give to the community because the community has supported us, Purvis said. We are a nonprofit organization and we are Boulder's gem, the only national historic landmark in Boulder. We really count on the community to support us and we want to give back. The Colorado Chautauqua's 125th anniversary is not just a celebration of the past, it also represents a vibrant future The landmark remains committed to its mission of fostering lifelong learning, cultural enrichment, and environmental stewardship. With innovative programming, expanded offerings, and renewed dedication to sustainability, the Colorado Chautauqua ensures that it will remain an enduring beacon of education and inspiration for generations to come. For more information on Chautauqua's 125th birthday, you can visit Chautauqua.com forward slash 125th anniversary.
Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. AINC programming is made possible by funds from the Boulder County and Denver Regional Council of Governments Area Agencies on Aging.